Yeah, Spence. I'm so stoked to be back here once again on our Ventura Forward Podcast. We're always searching for those tasty waves, hot tunes, fun in the sun, righteous food, and all the news across the 805. On this show, we're breaking down our great segments as we're looking for those goods as we discover what's going on in the 805 with our unique journalistic point of view. Spence, how you feeling? Feeling great. We're recording this on the morning of Cinco de Mayo. I know. I can't believe it. it's May time. My birthday is this month. I'm turning 43. And as we discussed in the radio show this morning, the events, the fun, the sun, it's all coming. Yeah, it's going to be great. So this weekend is jam-packed with fun, too. There's so much happening. Cinco de Mayo, we'll talk about Santa Paula, the big car show they have that's a free event on Main Street. On top of that, the Odd Fellows at the Clock Tower are celebrating like 139 years. Uh, we have a lot of rides. We have a walk on water, which you're going to be out at early. I will join you around uh, lunchtime. I'm into it. I want to see Poncho down there. Our surfing dog is unbelievably famous. Coming out with that, we've got a surfing dog. We're hosting the X Games. We quickly combine the two real fast. Let's make Poncho possibly the mascot. But that goes in with the idea. When the X Games comes to Ventura, you will be Ventura. We won't be the X Games. That's right. And you got to get here. You got to have fun. And just enjoy everything that's coming here. Strawberry Festival is also going to be at the fairgrounds. The fairgrounds are rocking and rolling. Every episode 54, my joke going into what was the best thing that ever happened to the fairgrounds? PSG. Because PSG tried to show that their motivation was true to improve the fairgrounds, which it was, but it showed that the motivation for the people that were existing there might have been even greater, including our community members. And watch it take off now, Spence. The events are off the charts. Definitely stirred the pot and yeah. got people's attention. Pat to be part of it, and Ventura Forward and our podcast does that every week. So all of our faithful listeners checking in all the time, thank you. Remember, comment, like, share, you be you, spread the word the best you can, because the one dude's always spreading the love that we're huge fans of is Ray Fresco, that band from Ventura, bringing in those tasty beats, had an event last night at Tony's Pizzeria, downtown Ventura, hanging out with a young band called Looking West, doing some fun stuff. So we got to give a shout out to the people that are supporting us. That's right. And love Ray Fresco. Big fan of acoustic music. And that, uh, and that theme song just kicks it for the show. Yeah, Right. And they're playing in Venice Beach tonight. So I was talking to Sean this morning. Here they go. And they're rocking and rolling. So those local bands are getting out there. There's so much local music in Ventura. It's awesome. So. Episode 54, again, we're continuing down the road of no special guest, just topics that we find important because we want to enlighten you about the news and the beat of what's happening on the streets, the Ventura Forward app, website, all that's evolving a lot more soon. We've got some cool dudes, Chris and Sam, helping us out, bringing us forward than we've already been to. So look for more of that organization. Spence, I'm pumped about that. Yeah, Ooh. definitely pumped to get more people in the mix making the uh, podcast local, true to what we believe in here in Ventura. So with the X Games coming to town, let's start the conversation then. X Games is coming to town. Everybody's excited. What do you see the first possible hiccup being with X Games coming to town? I see the only, the only hiccup is the facilities being overwhelmed. I just think it's going to bring in so many people. We better be ready. Stores, uh, let's stock up on water and soda. You're just going to have a lot of people, a big impact that we're not used to here. I can't think of something this 
big. The fair's huge and things like that, but this is a world event. So I think we, we better be careful, hotels and the like, where's camping, what are we going to do with all the folks? I'm going instantly right there to camping and where you're staying at. Our town has been inundated with people freeloading. RVs are everywhere. Parking lots are inundated. Our hotels, the Vagabond, we've talked a lot about, have been in county and state programs where people have been using housing vouchers. That all needs to change drastically. I don't think it can change before this X Games comes out. But when the hotel rooms come out and they're $700, $800, everyone's going to say, whoa, what happened? This is unbelievable. We need more short. No, we don't need more short-term vacation rentals, which we need a good, decent amount of short-term vacation rentals, which need to be under ordinances. We need to maximize all of our rooms that are available for high-paying customers like the Vagabond, like the Ventura Inn. In my personal opinion, respect the people that need help living here, but stop giving those prime locations. Absolutely. The last time we had this impact might have been the Olympics back in 84 because we got a lot of splash for that because we had the uh, rowing competition at Lake Casitas. That happened. So uh, the last impact of something this big would have been the Olympics for the events that happened out here. And you get right back onto that uh, uh, the surf liner, right, with Amtrak, that the railroad station. Look at these events just in the next six years. This is so huge for the Central Coast between the World Cup coming the Olympics coming, and now the X Games. I'm not, X Games are not on the same level as those two other events. They're still huge, though. But it's still going to have to be, dude, th this whole traffic stuff. The card is in front of the horse, in my personal opinion. I don't think that Ventura has foreseen this enough. They're going to be overwhelmed this first year, but I'm hoping for the best. I'm going to be part of the team preparing for this, but I, hopefully it goes well. And I think it will. I think it'll be great. Everything's Good. got a glitch. Look at the Olympics in L.A. Again, the magnitude of that was enormous, but everybody thought L.A. was going to be gridlocked hell, and it ended up it was handled quite well. So hopefully Ventura can take a look, do a lot of planning, but the planning has to happen by July what? Yeah, 21st, 22nd, 23rd. So, yeah, the July pretty had to happen yesterday. Yeah, this is pretty quick. Let's move it to downtown and that support from our corporations. They say you got the X Games coming. I want more support for Trade Desk. The conversation started last week in the podcast, laying the red carpet. And Steve Flizzler, the CEO of X Games, said how they've been received with open arms from the city of Ventura. So as we talked about, what are we doing behind the scenes to receive people with open arms that have long sustainability in our community? X Games is sexy and it's attractive, but Trade Desk is going to be the backbone and the bloodline of this community, having high-paying jobs and fields that are going to progress into the future, talking about tech industry jobs, Spence, software programming. This is what I'm talking about now. I don't know if the attention was on the X Games, but I want... All the attention back on the trade desk. Do you feel my energy here? I do. And didn't it literally start here? Trade yes. Desk? One one office, one Through one a city program, an incubation mm -hmm. program, we gave two gentlemen a discounted rate on an office space in the back of City Hall. So literally this came from an incubation program. That is the crux, the the root of what I'm trying to explain here of how it is important that we see what we started and finish and continue moving it forward to show that how many communities can say that they started something like this that went global? Not a lot. Look at Kinko's. Not a lot. They were out of Santa Barbara. The guy, my understanding is he went to UCSB. Somebody was talking about needing copies at an odd time. Uh -huh. And he decided I'm going to start providing copies for people and look what that went into. It used to be over there where the school district grounds are. That's right. where Kinko's was. Where are they now? Texas. 
you know, how did that happen? Patagonia started here too. And yeah. everyone loves Patagonia, but do they have their manufacturing jobs here? No, they're overseas. Do they have a lot of their corporate main jobs here? No, they went up to Reno area. Now, do they have the executive staff here and different things? Yes, they do. But imagine if we had manufacturing and everything, you literally could have the campus of probably the whole avenue of Ben Patagonia, but where does it lie when cities lay down that red carpet? Should we have given Patagonia extra tax credits? Maybe we should have. Should we have given them more advantages to build and have manufacturing here? Maybe we should have. I wasn't involved in leadership back then, but I am now, and I'm not missing the boat on Trade Desk. Now, how much would a $150 Patagonia scarf cost if it was made here? Good point. Good but question. I think that if you factor in how you give it back, though, those taxes are spent here within the city. Those employing em people. Those employees mm -hmm. are here. Like Starter it, jobs. I wish that we could almost create a fundamental number like that. Like if you do keep jobs local, what does it cost the business in X? And then how does it benefit the community and Y to really then create that intangible thing opposed to just saying the corporation is saving money? And that's what they do a lot. And that's what we saw, I think, on the basis of the 70s, 80s, and 90s, everything moving to China. And then in the last 10 or 15 years, everything moving to Mexico to avoid these tax things when in America we should really be looking to giving those tax breaks to keep these corporations local if that's the situation. Yeah, made in America, buy in America, do all that. They make it harder and harder as more countries are leaving. All right, let's get moving. More, into, more businesses are leaving. There's a story right now I'm breaking here that I heard last night. It goes into Main Street Moves, the safety of traveling on Main Street. Spence, a video broke out to where a shop employee had not a taser but a stun wand, and he was waving it and it hit a young man riding an electric bike downtown. I have the video for you. I haven't seen it. He was arrested. So cops saw it. They arrested him, so the fault was there. But I really want to hit this on because in this conversation that I made the 15 topics six weeks, I put electric bikes for children at one of the top 15 lists because this is a problem that's occurring right now is because the kids want to have fun, but there's nowhere to go. When I was a youngster, mopeds made a huge comeback way back then. And it was a problem because you had people who didn't really know how to get around on a bicycle safety safely now able to go 20, 25 miles per hour. And the, uh, the rules of the road were different. The electric bikes concern me because they are so quiet. They move at a really good rate. It's funny. You watch a guy going down the street and they're pedaling casually, but they're hauling butt. Oh, electric bike. And I have an issue because of the children. You know, adults go out and do your stuff. And, you know, because you should have a driver's license. You should know the rule of the road. You should know that. But with kids, it's added value. Plus, what the heck is a kid doing on anything that costs 1500 to like $7,000? For the big ones, yeah, for the big yeah. bikes. You can buy Harley for that. It's a great question. You look at, again, also like I saw one of my baseball players riding his electric bike at dusk in Harmon Branca by himself. So what's stopping somebody from just jumping out of the bushes hitting a kid, now all of a sudden you got a $2,000 product. Yeah. So like you're saying, it's the cost of those, which then increases even more how much the kids want them. Because I'm talking to a mom on the streets yesterday. You know how much I'm doing the cleanup stuff. Yes. The best part about being on, on the cleanup stuff is you get the most raw testimony one-on-one -on -one with community members. I absolutely love that situation. And the mom says, you know what? My daughter was there the day that the kid got the little taser wand, which he was okay. It was a little shock, but he was okay. She got grounded. She got grounded because she was on the back of her friend's bike down there. 
And so what's happening is kids are breaking not only street laws with bikes, they're also breaking a lot of law rules back at home. My son felt the same thing. He's on the back of the e-bike. I don't want him on the back of an e-bike because I said you need to be responsible for yourself. Are they wearing helmets? They're wearing helmets. A lot of them aren't buckling the straps. Remember, I am almost hanging my head out the door every day. Put the strap on. You know, and they're like, who's this crazy old man yelling at me? I'm like, I'm trying to save your life. <laughs> it so, won't do you any good if it's not buckled. No, it doesn't head. do anything. No. Gosh, I, it'll roll off your head right when you hit the ground. God bless the kids, the ages of 12 to 16 to 17. You are so fearless and wonderful. Please let me help you. We were fearless and wonderful too I on know. our bicycles. We whipped around a lot. The other thing that's interesting, the point that you bring up about the cost of an electric bike and somebody having it stolen. Yeah. Think of a kid riding today. He could have a $1,000 phone and a $2,000 bike. Because a lot of the kids pedaling around that are 13, 14, uh, or not pedaling around, might have their iPhone, their Android with them. So that, on a kid, proper, you know, when we were a kid, we'd have a wristwatch and maybe three <laughs> bucks in our wallet. That was about it. And now when you look at uh, the robability and the probability of that, it's, uh, it's, it's nerve-wracking. And this day, with EVs and with phones, it's like born to be wired. You know, that's, I think, instead of born to be wild from my day, uh, it's born to be wired now because all of these kids are using all this new technology, which is fantastic. Yeah. But it comes with a price. It does. I would almost encourage you to Apple tag all your stuff over a thousand bucks. Apple tag your kids. Apple tag the kid. That's yeah. coming soon. With Crazy the glue right in the center of the back so they can't read. Right in the back of the neck. Yeah. Like a doggy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's getting there. So we're aware of it. Where it ultimately comes down to, I believe, is the state or the county will have to eventually implement a safety riders course for children or anybody doing an e-bike. It almost should be a special permitted thing at a certain age. And if it's not done by the government to be standardized, I think that the community should step up. Almost like Ventura Forward should hire professionals. Parents could come with their kids, get maybe a two to four hour safety training class about the rules of the road, what it's like to ride here and there. Because my son, he's 13. He thinks he knows the rules of the road. He doesn't, right? God bless him for wanting to ride his e-bike out there, which he doesn't have, but it's not going to happen. So we got to be safe. Kids first. Spence, you agree, right? 100%. Because I know what I did when I was a kid, when we'd be flying down what was Moore Park Road for us. It was a real long downhill on a road that had a 45-mile-per-hour speed uh, limit with cross traffic. Yeah. You'd be barreling, old days, 10 speed, and you'd be going. I'd be watching the light. It's red, it's red, it's red, and I'd be looking at the other one as it went yellow to red, and yeah. I'd blow through the. And I think all the times I did that, if one person would have turned on the red. Right. But that's what I did, and I don't want my kids doing that. That's it. Passing down to the next generation where they don't make the mistakes that we did, but they learn what our great qualities. Couple quick hitters here. The pier needs to open up faster. I'm thinking of some new PR campaigns to get this thing open faster. Okay, one person at a time. That was my theory. It's going to be a secret. I can't tell you. Okay, you cannot. But you get ready for that. It. it might be a front page of the paper. What might also be on the front page of the paper is when Brock Mortensen, the Ventura High School graduate, Cuesta college went to cal poly played some football found himself a five-year senior at ucsb hitting bombs home runs that is on the verge of breaking the all-time gaucho home run record at 42 this weekend brock mortensen props to you my cougar guy spence i love hometown stories yeah especially when they stay hometown yeah, yeah. graduate from here 
go to the great baseball school. You know, the UCSB has always had good ball clubs. So way to go, dude. We're getting on Brock Mortensen there. Skate park question with X Games coming. The locals are grinding on a decision. We're upgrading the West Park Skate Park. The designers I hear want to remove everything completely and make a brand new start. But the local dudes want the old bowl where it's positioned because of nostalgia and feeling to stay the same. So keep the bowl and build around it. What's your quick opinion? As long as they can build superior stuff. I don't want, because that bowl was great for what it did, but once these kids get good, they wire it and they need a bigger challenge. So I don't want to see keep, it depends on the square footage that they have. What's, what's the area? So if you keep that old bowl, neato, but if that infringes on the possibility of making something bigger and more dramatic, I'm not for it. So it's all about the footprint, how big of an area. I, I like nostalgia. And it could also be for the, you know, the beginners to play around in the old school one. So it's, it's somewhere you have to see the plan. You got to see the, the drawings. And that's right where it's at, too. They're like at the drawing board grinding at it. So I wanted to bring that up in our conversation because you make a good point. Let your opinion be heard. This is a conversation that sits right in that of like localization plus emotion plus moving it forward. And I think that with the more community input you have in those tough discussions, the better the outcome will be. Yep. And uh, well, my kid loves to go to skate parks. He's not, you know, a top level guy, but he, he loves to try out new skate parks all the time. This would give him one more opportunity. We always go out to Fillmore because they have a good park out there. All right. Uh, oh, we got Johnny Warner checking in here. Says he wants to get X Games tickets. We'll keep we get some extra, Johnny. They do go on sale, I believe, next week. So Ventura Ford has not been uh, let know about that. But it will, you're the first person to ask. I got you number one on the list. Absolutely, my guy. All right, let's move it here, Spence. Wrapping it up here in a couple minutes because I'm loving my Ventura Forward. Hit those sponsors out there. Remember, you can get them as low as 5 bucks a month all the way up to the big cheese. We'll put you as a number one sponsor. Big one, shout out going right now. Ventura Music Hall, always providing those opportunities for tickets. Violent Femmes coming in for a double show this weekend, playing their original album all the way through. Blister in the Sun will be blasting out the doors on Thompson Boulevard. Spence, will you maybe join me there tonight? Well, my wife is a huge fan. Really? That's her music. Yeah, that, oh. was, that was her era. I was a little old for that. Uh, but... I would love to see him. Ventura Music Hall is great. We're going to be rolling into Derek Turner to the Ventura Real Estate Company. Any real estate needs, hit up my guy, Derek Turner. Hey, and congratulations, Mr. Turner. I heard you're going to be getting married very soon in the next couple of months. So I don't know how you convinced her. Heather, you're amazing. Turner, be a good guy. Moving on down, our sponsors. There's not that many more to go because we need some people to step it up right now. So I used to give out those freebie shout-outs. I'm not doing as much as I used to anymore. But one person I'm always proud of, that's Timmy Haig with Arsenal Comics. Been a big fan of ours, a prior sponsor. Timmy, thank you. You've got free comic book day tomorrow starting at 10 a.m. at your location in Ventura across the street from the Pacific View Mall next to Allison's Spence. You going to get some free comics? I would love to go by. i got a lot to do between a walk on water I got my early morning uh, show stuff up till noon. Walk on water, then maybe Arsenal. Okay, yep. That's Fridays are packing up. I understand exactly how you're feeling about that. As we're rolling down our list, we keep doing here every week about our 15 topics of the sensitivity of where we're thinking, of where we're grinding. Remember to always send in those messages so we can get you involved. Oh, I remember there's one right now, the last one. It's coming up. City Council meeting this week. Two topics. Everyone listening, this is very important. Number one, the parking structure downtown by the beach on the promenade has been 
dilapidated and currently you can't go in the top two floors. Are you aware of that? Is that the one at the uh, at the Crown? By the by the Crown and the Loja Steakhouse. Yeah. Okay. I did not know. Top two floors, you can't go up there right now. What happened? The staircase is uh, old. It's because you can't evacuate. You can't go up there and stuff. So you got about $2 million worth of damage. So the discussion is get it done as soon as possible, hopefully for the X Games, hopefully for the, for the summer stuff. You've got people coming to the Crown Plaza. you got people coming to Aloha Steakhouse. All the businesses down there. Beach House Tacos, Midwest Brewery. So you're telling me the pier is not open? Now the top two floors of the parking structure? That's a lot of parking. Too. That's a lot <laughs> of parking. And now we're inviting the yeah. X Games. Mm-hmm. I mean, I find people are starting to say, Spencer, you're a hater. You're bringing... I'm just speaking the truth, dudes. Like, where is the foresight on this stuff? Because people are saying in the downtown partnership district and people downtown are saying they don't want to upgrade the parking structure. They want to let it be dilapidated for two more years to save that money to do some bigger stuff because eventually from hopefully Aloha Steakhouse to the pier, we get some more parking, some retail space. We all know that needs to be kind of um, updated in the sense where you should be able to walk straight from the hotel to the pier, not have that dark, dingy. I love those pine trees, but those pine trees probably have to go there, whether you put basketball courts, volleyball courts, retail space. It needs to be made to where you don't have to walk up those stairs. You can keep a flat road to the pier. But in the meantime, we have to keep the parking structure open. Um, Two months and two weeks, and they think they're going to fix the stairs? Probably not even doing time. It's not. Oh, it won't happen. They just need a rope ladder and... It's ridiculous. I mean, I, at your own risk, sir, because there's no way they're going to fix. That's where we that started quickly. the show off with saying what's going to be the biggest of, I think, the ups. It's going to be people coming to Ventura and being like, what's up with this place? Why is it the piers closed? This is done. The roads suck. Blah, blah, blah. That's my biggest fear. That was my biggest fear in Visit Ventura is advertising out in Scottsdale, Arizona. If you've ever been to Scottsdale, Arizona, you know the type of clientele. That's the people that go to Orange County and expect that type of lifestyle. Now, do they want the Ventura flavor and culture? Absolutely. But we don't have the amenities. We're going to get there with places like Rocks and Drams and different good hotels, but we're not there yet. Maybe X Games will push us through but there's going to be some growing pains in the meantime. I had no clue that the crown of garage was out. Damn. I got to say, that kind of sounded pretty good. Let me give a little shoulder brush off. I was ranting on that one. All right. Last one here. Closing it up. Um, Casinos, card rooms are big in Ventura. License holding in card rooms is a very powerful position to be in. Currently, the city of Ventura has one. It went from the avenue to the Johnson area, now to the fairgrounds. Averages, I believe, about $1.7 million, roughly $1.5 in, in taxes. Huge, one of the top five. But when we went to state fairgrounds, we had to give up 33% of that money. Okay? It's a big chunk of change. Yep. City didn't get the job done by moving it over by Johnson somewhere. They gave it the easy exit going over to the Players Club, Derby Club. Now, if we do expand to 100 tables, that goes almost to $8 to $9 million. Where is that space going to be? Is that going to do they think that they're going to like clear out the derby room and keep it at the fairgrounds? I don't know. Are you going to get over to the old movie theater on Johnson Drive? I don't know. What about Toys R Us building that they made the classic cars? I don't know. But the point is, I'm already moving it forward to say this, that if we are going to expand the card room and we are going to continue to get this money in a card room, whether it's 22 tables or 100 tables, we're going to get that 100 percent of that money. We're not giving up that $1.7 million because our community development department can't find somebody who wants to lease out a casino room. I understand that Fairgrounds is a good spot and it works out well, but we're getting that money. Yeah. 
I, I'm not much of a card guy, but I don't know. I talked about horse racing. The Kentucky Derby is this weekend. I always loved going to live horse racing down at Santa Anita and uh, at Hollywood Park for the most part. But is the Derby Club working? Are people going to bet on races? I haven't been there in Derby probably ages. can. Derby Club is probably going obsolete now because you can do cell phone betting. See, now that you can watch the horses from your on phone homes, and you on bet phone. on your phone. Okay. So it's losing that nostalgia there. Yeah. Card rooms update you. Now, keep in mind. It's if face anyone, to face with If anyone rooms. knows Spencer Norton, you know my family lost over 10, 15, 20 million dollars in gambling thanks to my father. Dad, rest in peace. You losing my family inheritance pop gave me my personality who I am today. So I was in the card rooms my whole life. I grew up at these racing tracks facilities. It's not a good way of life. It's not something that you want to live your lifestyle. Now, is there fun involved in gambling? Absolutely. Do it in moderation. Do it responsibly. Again, why is this important for your community is to be free open market, right? Stop telling people what to do and give them opportunity. Understand the positive and the negatives and the collateral damage of doing that stuff in your life. Where am I going with this? It has to be responsible to where we have to attract us to what's going on and not just throwing it in the wind and putting something in our community where we're allowing gambling to occur and losing revenue. If we're going to allow stuff like that, we need to maximize the profit. If not, Absolutely. Let's, if not, let's open up strip clubs on every corner and let's do these certain things. There are certain things the city of Ventura doesn't allow, certain things they do allow. I want to know who thinks that they're the person who makes those decisions and council members will be held responsible. So I've called out the council members all week this week to let them know about what's happening at the parking lot by the by the pier and in this car room situation because there's a new applicant applying as well. So we could go from one space with 22 tables to two spaces with 100 tables each. That's important, again, to understand the Native American casinos no longer see card rooms as a viable business uh, adventure. The square footage inside a casino is way more profitable by with the machines. with the machines yeah. because there's no employees to deal the cards and there's more money to make in the profit. And for the average tourist, a uh, card table is very intimidating. Yes, and so that's why in, in, the, in, the, in the closest card table to where we're at right now, if, if, if uh, Chew Mash commerce. goes away, the commerce, and then almost like San Francisco. Huh. So this is a huge spot for cards to be played that guys and gals would come within maybe 60, 70, maybe 100 miles or more. Well, we'll see how that goes. I shall not be at a card table anytime soon. I suck. I'm, I'm a good poker player, and I will be there. I do not know how to play. I, I to, do know how to play. I, try I to just go don't know how to win. Uh, that's fun. We need you too, Spence. Yeah, you do. <laughs> the rule is if you walk into a card club <laughs> and you don't recognize the sucker, it's you. Right. That's good. I like that. I'm, sometimes I'm a little bit of both. And what we're always doing is bringing that flavor into Ventura Ford, episode 54, bringing those good information vibes, Spence. Did you have fun? Yes, I did. Good times, good topics. I want to give a shout-out again to Sam and Chris for hanging out again. Chris was in the studio today. We didn't put him in front of the mic, but when he wants to, he's able to do whatever he wants in Ventura Ford. We appreciate all your love you guys got going on. We'll get some more positive stuff out there now. Remember, the more you share, the more you care, the more people learn about Ventura Ford. We're here for you to share that stoke. Let's go. Let's go.